and welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the final hour of the final show of the Rural Survival Show with Jim Spencer and Rick Schmidt. Today is Saturday, the 18th of June, in the year of our award, 2022. The call-in number is 512-248-8252. Rick, we're back, buddy. Yeah, well, let me finish up with the tomato situation here. Um, so sure. In another bed, we have we have the slicing tomatoes in one bed there. In another bed, there are the Roma styles. These are the paste tomatoes, the ones that are kind of elongated and look like an ox heart, something like that. Um, one thing about one thing about the um, about the hybrid Roma styles is they're two or three times the size of a Roma tomato uh, that is an open pollinated heirloom. They're big. Uh, they're big and they have a very, very firm skin on them. Um, these things are like the size of an apple, but just shaped differently. Um, well, so what's going on with these? I've got two kinds there. I've got the Tachi and the Invincible. Now, I've never planted Invincible before. I had Tachi last year and I really liked it. Um, what happens with these Roma styles is they're a little bit more sensitive to temperature and they really don't get rolling until things get good and hot, um, which is once again proving to be the situation. But what is happening here is that the Invincible is totally outpacing the Tachi this year. Um, that plant is a good foot taller than the Tachi's uh, and it's doing the Invincible is doing to the Tachi what the 2255 is doing to the Bellarosa. That is not to say that the Bellarosa and the Tachis aren't great tomatoes. They are. But it looks like they've come up with a better mousetrap here. And, um, and, and these are hybrids. They're disease-resistant, uh, high-production high production tomatoes made and built for people who want to grow tomatoes uh, for, let's say, for a roadside stand or uh, even even if you're like a professional and you're making salsa or some kind of sauce or if you're a, or if you're a home gardener and you just want to can, um, these plants would be for you. Although, if you're going to grow past, um, aroma-style, uh, paste tomato, uh, I would, I would have to recommend the Invincible. Um, that is a fine-looking plant with lots of tomatoes, and I am going to can them uh, in year. As I and I told you at the beginning of this year, this beginning of this season, um, in years past, I have kind of taken a laissez-faire approach to my tomatoes. Um, you know, if the squirrels get them, uh, you know that'll be okay. If the birds peck them, you know, whatever. Um, and sometimes I get so busy I don't get them in time. And when I do get to them, they're no good. I'm not going to do that this year. Um, every tomato that I can lay my hands on is going to go into a jar, and it's going to get um, pressure canned. We could talk about 
Okay. We can hey, podcast Rick. canning. Yeah, we can podcast. Here, I'll just give you one more sentence. We can we can podcast canning, but we won't do that today. But um, I'm not going to waste any tomatoes, and 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 you know why? Because I might, we might, my family might need those. Yeah, go ahead, Tim. Right. Yeah, I was just going to say we got a caller that we need to yeah. take. It's Jerry in yeah. Texas on line one. Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, Tim. Rick. Yeah, I yeah, see y'all leave, but uh, I wish you best luck. Uh, one reason I always kind of listen in on y'all. Uh, you know, we hear about all the problems and troubles and what's going on in the world, uh, independent food shortages and this and that, but uh, I don't hear very many people give uh, offer up any kind of solutions to how to circumvent or uh, protect yourself from uh, uh, the so-called pandemic or, or food shortages or this sort of thing coming about. And... Uh, uh, that's, uh, there's very few shows that I know of. There may be some out there that, uh, I'm sure there is that I'm not aware of, but, uh, I'm looking for solutions, not problems. <laughs> but anyway, well, uh, right. Rick, uh, on your mint lighter deal, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it again. Uh, not everybody needs lime, uh, on their property, uh, or on their soil. If you've got alkaline soil, I suggest people take some soil samples and send them to your ag extension uh, uh, department uh, agents and have them analyze and see what you're deficient in. Uh, you may need to be putting compost leaves, oak leaves, and what have you in to, to increase the acidity of your soil, which we have to do. Uh, we're blessed here, I guess, we have alpha and soil, and a kudzu will not grow here as much as we'd like to. But uh, the only other thing I'd suggest, look at perennial plants for food, not only for yourself, but for uh, your livestock, your animals. Uh, I'm just now learning about uh, tree fodder. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just Google it. Uh, and uh, where you, there's supposedly in Europe, 500-year-old trees that they cut back to a stump every year, every fall, and it comes back, and they uh, have uh, uh, foliage to feed their animals throughout the summer. And I uh, understand I haven't found the information on it, but I understand that they actually make a silage out of it, so they've got a winter feed. So, uh, uh, wow. yeah, sustainability. Yeah, I'm all I'm all for it. You know, Jerry, here's a here's a thought too. I don't think it would be a good idea for you to ever try to place a crank call because between your accent and your rooster, they're going to be at your house in thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, and I'm proud to grow it here. Uh, I think so. Yeah, too dry and too city. I mean, too awkward. Uh I'd love to have it. It makes a fantastic feed. Uh, I've read it surpasses alfalfa, and uh, goats will control it. Well, um, there is there is a, a thought on the matter. I saw some some interesting lady. She got a she got a a, a, a channel um, on YouTube, and she, she she cooks and puts up food. But she got a letter from a lady who is a um, 
uh, an egg farmer, and uh, the gal said that uh, feed is going up so furiously um, that uh, that she thinks eggs are going to twelve bucks. So, you know, I would say too, you know, most I can people believe that. can keep. Yeah, most people can keep even in the city in the urban areas. They will allow you to have five or six hens. So, you but but having to feed them now, um, you know, it could get to be problematic. And if you could, if you could find a way to produce some of the food for them, uh, that would that would really uh, help with sustainability. Yeah. Okay. I missed part. Of, I don't know. But I, my uh, let me get moving another spot here. Ever since they, they upgraded all these phones and got a uh, 5G, our reception out oh. here is pathetic. <laughs> yeah, so, but uh, I know what that anyway, is. Anyway, uh, yeah, perennial perennial uh, crops that uh, you still have to uh, maintain them. But uh, look at perennial crops don't become dependent on uh, seed. You know, there's uh, there's businesses. Uh, Curtis Stone is one of them. You know, he uh, grows microgreens. But uh, and there's nothing wrong with it. But you look at the sheer volume of seed that he goes through in a year's time, and that seed's got to come from somewhere. You know, uh, that's the only thing. Yeah, I grow fodder for my animals, but I've got to find that seed, and and hopefully it's still viable, and it's treated with everything you can imagine to keep uh, uh, the. uh, weevils and and uh, different pests from destroying that right. seed, and you look at the warning tags on on the bags. Uh, it makes you want to run screaming the other direction. By the way, I run across it for people that are, may be interested. They say good, lean ashes is what they used to use back in the day to control. Uh, uh, weevils and what have you in their grains. They'd, they'd sift oh. that in, uh, in amongst their, their uh, grains and cereals and what have you as they put it in in storage and it preserved it uh, against that. And you can, and I've done this. I've, uh, you can take fresh tomatoes and bury them in, in clean hardwood ashes and they'll keep oh, fresh up to six months. Yeah, they're doing the no same refrigeration thing with they tried the same thing with eggs, and it works. Uh, with what now? Eggs. Chicken eggs. 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 Yeah, yeah I haven't tried that. Uh, lime and, well, and I, uh, a lime uh, uh, slurry and with eggs. I want to try that. We, we, wife dehydrates them. She just breaks them yeah. up and mixes them up and puts them in a dehydrator. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think everybody needs to experience that. Matter of fact, uh, it's sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes highly nutritious. Everything about them's edible, and they'll keep over over winter. And you've got your slip to start over. Look at things like that. You don't have to depend to feed store or a big box uh, 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 nursery right. or something to to supply. Of course, you've said that. Right. So anyway, uh, best of luck to both of you. Thank on your you. new well, thank venture, you. and I'll let I'll let somebody else jump in. Y'all have a good week. Oh, uh, thanks, Jerry. Thanks. Well, thank you, Jerry. Remember, you can still listen to us starting next Saturday on Rumble and YouTube, buddy. 
All right, ladies and, and gentlemen, call in number is 512-248-8252. Well, that was a nice call from Jerry, wasn't it, Rick? Yeah, you don't hear from him too much. I was uh, I was uh, kind of hoping he wasn't dead. Um, he was probably hoping that, too. Um, the um, uh, There is something I did want to mention with respect to sweet potatoes and sweet potato slips. Uh, people have been uh, creating their own slips by um, uh, putting sweet potatoes kind of in, an, in a sunny window uh, and sometimes, you know, in a dish of water or something and then, then saving the slips. But what the professionals are doing, and this is all the rage lately and it seems to work, is you go buy, buy some sweet potatoes and dig yourself a trench about six inches deep, lay the potatoes in there, just lay them end to end, and put some uh, uh, compost over them or something, and they will start sprouting slips. And when the slips get up to be, um, oh, I don't know, six to eight inches, you just grab a handful and pull them and go plant them. Uh, it is, it, it's, you know, huh. I know that there are p- people out there like the steel plant company that will sell them. They're happy to sell them to you. But you don't have to do that. You can make them yourself. Anybody, anybody can do it. Um, all you got to do is, you know, get some sweet potatoes and put them in a trench and wait. Um, now, this is a hot weather plant, so I wouldn't try that in March um, because they'll probably just rot. So you're going to wait till the soil warms up some and then do it. Uh, and then, uh, and then, then you get your slips for free. Well, almost free. Right. That makes sense. I think I'm going to uh, try I that. Would... Oh, yeah. I haven't. I just heard it. You just told me. Uh, there was one other thing Jerry mentioned, and that was That's Curtis Stone and Mike. Curtis Stone and Microgreens. Um, you know, there is, there is a way to produce uh, a pretty fair amount of food at a reasonable price, even with, even with you know seeds going up, I seeds going up. So uh, my wife, we feed the birds here because we like to do that, and um, many people do. Uh, but that my wife was running out of sunflower seeds, and she asked me to get some at the farm and home, which I did. And the bag that used to cost eighteen dollars or fifty pounds is now 25 for 40 pounds. So I'm getting 20 percent. Yeah. 40 pounds, right. So I'm getting up. Uh, I'm getting 20 percent less seed, and I'm paying, uh, what would that be, uh, seven bucks, seven bucks into 17, let's say seven bucks into 18. So I'm paying like 40 percent more. So I'm losing 20 and paying 40 more. So, you know, it's, it's way more expensive. I mean, if my math is correct, it's I'm paying fifty or sixty percent more than I used to a year ago. So, but well, I'm on the to, sunflower seeds, you know why, right? No, on, I'm not. specifically talking about sunflower seeds. Do you know the reason? Yeah. No, I don't. Well, all right. What it is? Ukraine produces the world's vast majority of sunflower oil and sunflower seeds. Right now, all the ports are blockaded, and they can't ship it out. 
Well, there's the new normal for you, Tim. I mean, that's you know, that's not the only thing yeah. that, that we're not getting when we want it. You know, I I'll go up and try to find some parts for um, a uh, two-stroke machine, and you're not going to get them. And uh, it, it really is getting no. irritating. It's just getting annoying. Um, so, so, but I will say this: uh, at 40 pounds of sunflower seeds. Uh, will produce, I, I did the math for you guys a long time ago when we were talking about microgreens, but uh, one cup of those things will produce uh, around one to two pounds of microgreens, which are highly nutritious. Now, I'm not necessarily suggesting that you grow those greens for, uh, for your livestock, but you should probably put them in your mouth, though, because, you know, they're just that nutritious. Yeah. But you know there are there are things you can do to grow fodder. But if you're in an urban environment, you're probably not going to have these options available to you. Um, the only problem with stockpiling uh, something like uh, chicken pellets is that you're going to have problems with vermin. So you know you would you're gonna you're gonna want to have to you're gonna have to rebucket all that stuff into plastic buckets. Or what would be even better uh, would be uh, metal trash cans. Put them in metal trash cans. And uh, but now, once again, what well, what we do, Rick, uh, we use metal barrels with this yeah. bolt on tops, and we can put yeah. about 300 pounds of chicken feed in each barrel. Now, right now, we fill up three of those a month, and yeah. that takes us through the whole month. But yeah, it is getting well, a lot more expensive. Yeah, uh, according to the egg farmer lady, it is. Um, but but then again, uh, in my opinion, it would be cheaper to feed your chickens than to buy eggs. Uh, and then you know, then then on the other side of the coin, nobody knows if egg prices would stop at twelve bucks. What was it in Venezuela? A quarter of a million bolivars for either a half a dozen or a dozen eggs. Yeah. So. So, you know, $12 doesn't have to be uh, the top. And then, uh, and then, and then like, uh, like the economic ninja said, um, chickens, you know, you may not know at this minute, but they're, but they're basically pooping gold. Uh, so that's, that's kind of uh, yeah. one way to look at it. Right. When eggs become... Well, the other way to look at it is... Yes, that's what I was going to say. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back in three minutes. 512-248-8252. Consider this. Dead people see only what they want to see. And frankly, most of us are still dead. Let me give you the lessons of gold and five easy lessons. Number one, don't buy it because you need to make money. You buy gold because you need to protect the money you already have. Don't ever look at the price as a barrier. Look at it as an incentive. 
Number three, don't buy its paper pretenders. We talked about that a lot. Buy gold. Buy the real thing in the form of coins and bullion. Fourth, don't fall prey to glitzy television or Facebook ads. Do your due diligence instead. And that's what I try to provide you with and have for 26 and a half years on the air and 30 years in this profession. Fifth, don't allow naysayers to divert your interest. Allow yourself the right to protect your interests as you see fit. Jeff Bennett here. One of the ways you can do that is to contact Kettle Moraine Limited. Contact me by calling or texting me at 602-799-8214. 602-799-8214. You can also email me at kettlemoraineltd at cox.net. Let me help you protect your wealth and your family today. Once again, call or text us at 602-799-8214 or visit our website, sierramadrepreciousmetals.com. Be glad to help you out. Be glad to answer your questions. That's what we're here for. No pressure. Just good, hard, common sense. The decision then becomes up to you. Standing six foot four, weighing in 245 pounds of crime fighting, political science analyzing broad. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Patrick Slattery. So, Mike, get off this anti cicada agenda. I'm a born again traditional Christian, and my favorite possessions are right here on my nightstand. That would be the King James Bible and my 357 revolver. I'd rather be ruled by Chinamen than Jews. Cool it with the anti Semitic remarks, right? Just because you steal an election and terminate the republic doesn't mean you terminate the people in the republic, because we're still here. I'm not taking the vaccine. F*** you, Bill Gates. There was a way forward still on January 6th. What needed to be done is to object to every single state. The COVID-19 virus was the setup. The vaccine could very well be a bioweapon. The Patrick and Jeremy Show. Tuesday at 9 central and Wednesday at 1 central. It's the time of the season When love runs high In this time, give it to me easy And let me try with pleasure Take you in the sun to promise lands to show you everyone is the time of the season for love. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the final hour of the Rule Bible Show area on Republic Network. Today is Saturday, 18 June, in the year of our Lord, 2022. Call-in number is 512-248-8252. Well, Rick, I guess we better get our thoughts out there. We've got about uh, 24, 25 minutes of programming left. Yeah, So. Well, here's we'll the deal. Still take callers, but I'm just reminding you, this is it. <laughs> well, here's the deal. 
here's the deal. These people, these people here uh, have heard what I have to say. Um, the, the, my thoughts on these matters are free. Uh, you'll either use the information uh, to improve uh, conditions in your life or you won't. Uh, if all of this for you is just uh, casual entertainment, um, I guess I could I could understand a situation like that because that's kind of uh, basically the, uh, the the overall theory of, of our society at the moment anyway. Um, so you know I kind of get that it's it's kind of the rare person that that will pick up the ball and and run with it um, <clears throat> now, and then, you know, and then, too, you know, let's be reasonable. All things uh, come to an end. Um, what what I've been doing here, we oh, yeah. simply pick it up. We will pick it up and move it uh, to another venue uh, where we will get uh, a different audience uh, who has not heard of the things that I have had to say. And for them, it will all be brand new and wonderful. And uh, and even that will come to an end. Um, but you know, this does give me the opportunity to do some things that I I wanted to do, uh, which was um, one of the local well, a couple of the local churches have started farmers markets, and it is in direct response to uh, the the, uh, the threat I would call it a threat uh, that we're looking at, where we have you know problems with supply chains. And and things like that. They're they're trying to stay local, go local. Um, you know, local local people producing local goods, and then selling them locally. Um, I would like to be a part of that. I'm really good at growing plants, so I would like to. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, sell plants in the spring, something like that. Uh, this uh, this these farmers markets are really a summertime deal anyway. But I would I would. I would like to be a part of that because I think it's um, it's 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 not like toppling uh, the deep state, but it is it is striking a blow for freedom, and I'm I'm interested in that sort of thing. So you know I'll be uh, I'll be doing the same sort of thing I've been doing. I'll just be doing it in in a different place. Um, same goes for Mr. Spencer here. Um, so my thoughts on yeah um, my thoughts on the matter. Um, uh, find a way to clean some water, store some seeds up, uh, lay your hands on James Wesley Rawls' book, Surviving the End of, World, End of the World as We Know It. I believe it's about $11.50 on Amazon. Um, if you don't own that book, and I know that you don't, uh, I highly suggest you buy it and read it in one weekend, and then go back and start rereading parts of it, like How to Clean Water, and the other part of it called the deep larder. And then if, if, if you can get through that, go back in the back of the book and look about, look, look, look at the part about, um, saving, um, pre 1965 silver coins or something like that as a barter. Um, to do those things, um, in a, as a matter of common sense. So, one more thing, though, uh, with respect to the micros. I went to my bag of Mint Lighter Magic Micro Mix 
and I pulled out uh, the ingredients. Uh, it's on a sheet there, and here's what's in it. It's the things we talked about uh, today. Um, well, the first three are not in it. Uh, that would be your NPK. Uh, then you've got your uh, Epsom salt. No. Uh, so the rest of it is uh, boron, manganese, zinc, iron, copper, calcium, sulfur, chloride, and molybdenum. Okay. So you see, interestingly enough, that whatever Midlighter was up to, apparently he knew he knew everything that we've been talking about up till now. Uh, but it's coming from a whole different source. Hey, Rick, I hear music. I do too. Rick. I hear music, buddy. All right. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back in You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. American Freedom News is your daily website that will keep you fully informed on what both the good guys and bad guys are doing in the information war in which we are all engaged. Fed up with the lies of the fake news media and the censorship of big tech giants? American Freedom News is the solution as we provide truth and knowledge on all the vital issues of the day. American Freedom News believes in America first. The establishment wants us split into numerous hostile groups rather than uniting in a common cause against the corrupt oligarchy that is plundering America and the world. Many more Americans are waking up and realizing they are the victims of the ongoing Great Replacement and Great Reset. But the malevolent forces trying to systematically destroy America can and will be defeated. Be fully informed by reading American Freedom News, the best news and information site on the Internet. Go to AmericanFreedomNews.us and find out for yourself. That's AmericanFreedomNews.us. My name is John, I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. Well, we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. 
Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. Come gather around people wherever you roam And admit that the waters around you have grown And accept it that soon you'll be drenched to the bone If your time to you is worth saving Then you better start swimming or you'll sink like a stone Or the times they are changing And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the Rural Survival Show with Rick Schmidt and Tim Spencer on this, a Saturday, the 18th day of June in the year of our Lord, 2022. Folks, if you want to call in, please do it now, 512-248-8252. If you don't do it now, you might not be able to say your piece on the air. Okay, Rick, uh, where do we want to go next, or what are we doing next, buddy? Well, I would like to loop back around. Um, We have... um, Okay. We have um, ever-increasing voices adding their two cents into the uh, market crash, uh, which I guess really would possibly, uh, I'm not sure, I don't know if anybody really knows what, uh, what dimension this would take. Um, it would, it would appear to me that, um, uh, it's, it's going to, it's certainly going to be a collapse of the, the debt market. Uh, that is actually, uh, kind of the, uh, the Achilles heel of the system. Uh, it's unraveling uh, rather quickly now, and uh, what we've got, um, you know, Morgan Stanley and 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 uh, and uh, Jamie Dimon uh, coming out and saying, you know, we're going to have a big crash and uh, there's going to be an economic storm. Uh, was it an economic hurricane? Uh, and then you've got now the latest hurricane is what Dimon said. Oh yeah. Um, what uh, what we have, uh, Chris Bury, uh, the um, I think is that his name, Chris Chris Bury. Uh, that's 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 not right. Um, Doctor Bury, Michael Bury, Michael Bury, is uh, saying uh, that uh, the crash is going to happen uh, this in 2022, uh, sometime uh, around late summer or the beginning of school, something along those lines. Now, you know, God only knows what this thing's going to look like. I, you know, it's it, it's going to be far worse than 08. Um, many people say that it's going to be worse than the Great Depression. I would probably tend to agree with that because because um, the, the, the debt that not only the countries are sitting on, 
Um, but the debt that individuals are sitting on um, is, is um, you know, it would be like if you could figure out a way to build a house of cards, you know, and then put a lead weight on top of that. Um, it's not just going to uh, be a uh, deal where little cards are falling. It's going to be uh, rather more catastrophic than that. But I, I don't have a clue. Yeah. I don't have a clue. You know, of course, everybody with a 401k and um, a pension fund, they're going to wind up trying to commit suicide, I think. Um, my neighbor is already yelling and screaming um, because he has 25% less money than he did at the beginning of the year. And um, uh, most of these people are saying this thing's just getting started. So we'll see. We'll see how that works. Uh, it's going to be interesting that working against yeah. these for working against these forces will be um, people desperately trying to stay in business. Um, I don't picture people like Amazon and Walmart and Target and other people. I don't picture them uh, just saying something like, "Oh, okay, well, it's been fun." Uh, you know, and tanking up and, and and just saying, yeah, forget about it. I don't, I don't see that happening. So, while while the government is trying to keep you from getting anything—food, clothing, whatever, fuel, whatever—there are going to be these other entities who are desperately clawing to stay in business, who are going to be doing everything they can to get you these items because they would like to earn some money. So, I I really don't know. You know, uh, it's kind of like that old story uh, where they say, you know, there are two wolves uh, inside of everybody, a good one and a bad one. And the little boy says, well, which one wins? And um, and the shaman says, whichever one you feed the most. So it's kind of like it's going to be kind of, I think, something like that, something something along those lines. Um there is one more thing I wanted to mention, and uh, I've, it's been on my mind for a while, and this is probably a real good time to mention it. Um, there okay. are many things, but, but they all say the same general thing. If, if you meet somebody and you do not meet them with kindness, you make their journey just that much more difficult. Um, everybody, including you, uh, comes to this planet uh, bearing... Uh, uh, strengths and weaknesses for you to uh, get to be uh, judgmental and to start picking picking out somebody's faults uh, for them to see for them to hear um, remember this uh, you, you are in the exact same situation you are struggling you are trying to overcome the faults you were born with and so is the person that you're encountering, and that would be true of your wife and your children. All of these people uh, are are struggling. They're all in the in the in the throes of their very own personal battle. Your job is not to point out their faults. Your job is to try to build them up, try to see to it that they can get to heaven. That is what you're doing here. One of the greatest things anybody could ever do for a kid is to tell them why they were born. I believe it's Baltimore Catechism question number four. 
Why was I made? You were made uh, to know, love, and serve God and be with him in heaven. Okay, that's what you're doing. You're not here uh, to necessarily uh, have a never-ending party. You're not here to collect sports cars and art or money. or That's not your job. Your job is to help God with his job. That's your job. You are his, his servant, um, and if you do not accept that job, then I'm not sure what your future is going to look like, um, but on the day, on the day that people become aware that that, 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 that is their job, I will tell you a couple things happen. First of all, uh, there's going to be great applause from heaven. Uh, secondly, you're going to have God's eye and God's ear, and you're, the, whole, the whole architecture of your life is going to change. You're going to find that your life is going to become so much more pleasant and so much more satisfying uh, than you thought it could have been, because now, instead of swimming against the tide, you're swimming with it. And the end. I mean, that's, that's what you're doing here. And I've said it a couple times before, but bear this in mind. As this year presses on and things get weirder and weirder and weirder, you're going to see two kinds of people. Some are going to be steel and some wax. The heat's going to melt some, and it's going to make some stronger. Uh, you can decide right now which one you'd like to be. Um, uh, you've got my vote if you would like to be steel. Um while people are freaking out, you need to keep your head. Uh, you need to be prepared, not scared. That's right. what the economic ninja says. That's what uh, that's what the 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 LDS will say. Um, you need to keep your wits about you and try to be even, no matter how horrible things get. Uh, try to be uh, a decent person. Um, there is a saint called Maximilian Colby. Maximilian Colby was a Catholic priest who was arrested along with all the Catholics and Jews, I think up around Poland and thereabouts. Uh, and the uh, Nazis were taking a certain number of people every day and, and killing them. And uh, one day they came, they came to a point where uh, they were going to take ten, and they chose this one man who started crying, and he says, but I have children. Maximilian Colby uh, took his place. Okay, so now he is St. Maximilian Colby. So, you know, no matter how things get, believe me, if you're in a prison camp and they're killing 10 people a day, uh, that would be probably be a low point in your life. And and St. Maximilian stepped up, and uh, and I, he probably got to heaven, I would think. So um, it's called, yeah, yeah. Martyrdom, sac- martyrdom Sacrifice. So enough of that, Tim. Uh, we're, we're getting down to the last minutes. What are you thinking? Well, folks, my, my thinking is this, that circling back a little bit to what you were talking about with the economic collapse, Rick, yes, I believe that there is going to be pretty much a complete economic collapse. The Fed is going to do uh, many things that I believe will fail to try to save 
some semblance of our economy, I don't think they're going to be able to do it. Uh, and if they are able to do it, they, their solution will be something that I think we'll all absolutely abhor, which will be something like central bank digital currency. But with that said, folks, there's a lot of other factors that are playing in here that will affect your lives. Uh, I keep saying that our problem might not be the cost of food, but the availability of food. Uh, the same thing with seeds, fertilizer, uh, you know, just general everyday things. It might not make a bit of difference if you're a multimillionaire. If it ain't there, it ain't there. Uh, also, we've got to look at the war angle. I think it's very, very possible that we will be entering into this Ukraine fray. Polish put out, uh, the Poland, I'm sorry, the country of Poland put out a, uh, what do you call it, a suggestion to NATO yesterday that a peacekeeping force be formed and sent into Ukraine. Now, interpreted, that means go fight Russians. If that happens, folks, all bets are off. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it's just one of the things that's currently going on. Uh, Russia is already striking uh, the convoys of Western weapons that are moving into Ukraine. Right now, they're waiting till they cross the border. I don't think it'll be any time at all until they're hitting uh, these convoys in Poland and uh, maybe even farther. <clears throat> so we'll have to see what's going on on that. But, folks, I really think there's going to be a, a lot of hazards come up, and I think they're going to come up all at once. Uh, I think medical care in the near future could become unobtainable uh, or pretty much unobtainable obtainable for multiple reasons. Uh, the supplies of uh, drugs we need every day, like me with insulin, could easily dry up. I'm glad I've got quite a stockpile. Uh, there's just so many things like that to watch out for. But the thing is, we can't get stressed out about them. I know for me and Ori, you know, something new comes up, we say, okay. We peacefully or calmly figure out how to uh, get around it, work around it, or learn to live with it. And we keep on going. As long as we both got each other, we both got God, what else can go wrong? Okay, Rick, I've said my piece. Yeah, well, you know, I guess with respect to that, I would say there are worse things than dying. Um, you know, there regret yes. is wor regret is worse than dying. I have seen firsthand uh, what it looks like, and I will tell you, it is soul searing. So, and you know, with respect to that, let me say this: you know what it says in the Bible? If you've got a problem with one of your brothers, go put down your gift at the altar. Go, go make make it right with your brother, and then come back and give God your gift. Okay, so what I'm suggesting here is because you don't know if you're going to live, uh, clean up your house, uh, get your get your spiritual life in order. Once you, uh, uh, 
I, I wouldn't have normally mentioned this, but there is uh, somebody in my family who has been giving me an extraordinarily difficult time for decades. And what I'm going to do today, I have to go uh, see this person. Uh, I will just plain let this guy off the hook. I'm going to tell him that, um, you know, this uh, this pissing contest is over. You know, would he like to just call it a draw and, and get on with life? Now, once I do that, two things are going to happen. You know, they say in the Bible, when you forgive somebody, it's like taking hot coals off their head. Um, when I do this, two things are going to happen. He's going to feel better, and so am I. Uh, so uh, I'm going to have to right. get that done. Yeah, I've got to get that. i got to, even though I, you know, it's one of those things you really don't want to have to deal with, but I, I'm, but I have to deal with it. So I'm going to deal with it today. And so, uh, but I would suggest that, I uh, strongly suggest you guys do the same thing. Um, yeah, so I guess that would uh, that would take care of the sermon uh, for this uh, for this day before Father's Day. Tomorrow being Father's Day, of course, like Laurie said. Um, the uh, middle of this week is uh, the summer solstice, longest day of the year. Uh, that sort of thing. Uh, believe it or not, as hot as it's been. It is not summer. Uh, next week, we're supposed to have three days of 102 in a row. Uh, last week, we had any number of days in the high 90s. Um, I will tell you this. If they, if they do shut off the water, uh, my ability to actually grow food uh, is going to be probably negated. Uh, we really do rely on water to grow food here. Um, I've got totes, but I just don't know how far you can push that. It would depend on rainfall. And so, uh, you know, um, it's, uh, you know, really, <laughs> really my survival, well, like everybody else, is up to God. <clears throat> right. Well, Rick, you can always do the the old-fashioned thing, which is, a bucket and a ladle and give each plant just what they need for that day. Boy, that'd be work intensive. Well, I've had, had, uh, I've had neighbors do that. It does work. Yeah. You know, I remember when that was the only choice some members of my family had some 55 plus years ago. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, that becomes you know when 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 you are completely responsible for your food source, um, you know, it it gets it gets pretty spooky. You can imagine like back 150, 200 years ago when these people came across this country from the east, and they were completely responsible for providing uh, their own food uh, and that to last all the way through the winter. You can imagine. Um, oh yeah! How uh, how terrifying that could be at various times during uh, during a drought. And or, after uh, the first winter, yeah, I didn't mean to interrupt. I was just I was just going to say after the first couple of winters, you were either a great gardener or you were dead. You know, one or the yeah. other. 
Right. There wasn't right. much Natural. in between. Yeah, natural selection. Uh, not to change the subject at all, but there's an interesting situation going on over at the Lazy Dog Farm. Speaking of uh, that kind of gardening, um, of the of the tomato plants that Travis Key has planted, he's put a fish under one, <laughs> under just one, because the Hollis Hollis does okay. Hollis, Hollis puts the fish under all of them, and we're supposed to watch it and see if we can guess which one. If if any plants do better than others, well, it's been my experience that the ones he put the fish in to start with will be greener, much more dark green than the others. Yeah, uh, that would be my first clue, and they'll be a little bit beefier, stronger. I don't know what word I'm looking for. Uh, you know, when I grew up, this no joke. I grew up on Merritt Island down in Florida. And we were the, not the transplants from New York, you know. I was born into a seventh-generation Floridian family. Uh, but everything that was planted had, you know, a, a catfish, or what we call toadfish. There's some fancy name, there, type of blowfish, uh, you know, planted under each one of them. And yes, folks, yeah. I know people eat catfish. Believe me, the kind I'm talking about. You don't eat. Um, but anyway, you know, fish heads, fish guts, stuff like that. All that stuff went underneath all the plants. And yeah, we always had a tremendous garden. Don't use, don't use canned tuna. That's really not uh, no. what we're talking about here. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, no, yeah, we're talking about junk fish. Um, and they say people... Uh, these these people, if you've got a fish market anywhere, they will just plain give the stuff to you, which is not... Which, yes, which they not, will. Yeah, it's not a bad idea, depending on where you live. You know, you might... We have one fish market, I think, in this whole city, and it wouldn't surprise me if people are standing and lying out back um, uh, waiting for fish parts. It wouldn't surprise me. Um, it seems like people are smarter than you might Another think. Another place some of, fish farm. Some of them. Fish, fish farms, Rick, also. Fish farms. Well, They will give you all the dead fish you want. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. We, we just don't have any around here. Now, having said that, when you head on out the southern end of Missouri, uh, you'll find one catfish farm after another. Uh, they seem to have a lot of catfish right. farms down there, but nothing up here. <clears throat> um, so, but yeah, we, it would be nice if we did. That'd be so nice. Well, we just don't. So, folks, um, get some seeds. Get to church. Uh, learn how to clean water. Uh, if you're not doing anything else, I would like to remind you uh, that there is such a thing called a life straw, L-I-F-E, straw. Uh, and I think, I think you can drink as much as 50 liters through one before it becomes uh, unusable. Uh, and uh, and they're not real expensive. Uh, about twenty bucks. Sometimes you get them on sale for seventeen. Yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, they could be a lifesaver depending on what your situation is. Uh, I do, however, highly suggest that you wrap a piece of T-shirt or some kind of cloth around the end of it. You will greatly extend. It'll the life save on the life of the life drop. Yeah, if you start sucking up right. mud, you're going to clog. You're going to clog it up. So. You know, you're much better off um, 
uh, keeping uh, silt and other things out of there. Um, you should be you should be trying to suck up um, undrinkable water, but clear water, not 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 mucky silt. Don't do that. Um, what else you think? Well, I think it's time for the prayer, buddy. We got about two minutes left. Oh, fine. Here we go. Uh, this uh, this will be. Um, although I, we will we will continue to do prayers where we go. Um, yes, Holy Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him. We humbly pray. And to thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the divine power of God. Will you thrust into hell Satan and all of the other evil spirits who wander through the world seeking the ruin of souls? Amen. Amen, Rick. As always, very appropriate. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for us. Catch us on YouTube and Rumble every Saturday morning. It's been real fun. Keep praying for us. We're going to pray for you. Bye-bye. Privatize with your pen And keep your eyes wide The chance won't come again And don't speak too soon For the wheel's still in spin And there's no telling who that it's naming For the loser now will be later to win For the times they are a-changing Senators, Congressmen, please heed the call. Don't stand in the doorway, don't lock up the hall. Hi, Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our Easy 4 carcass drop and lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation. But today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First are right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next are beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. You're listening to Real Talk Radio, only on the Republic Broadcasting Network.